I'm John Klein. I'm Josiah Kettlelock. And I'm Jamie Kinnanen. And we're JK Cubed. If you don't know where to go, if you yeah. can't read your spouse. All right, guys, we are back and better than ever. Welcome. It's been a while. We haven't recorded since when did you say? May. May. Oh, shit. We took a little hiatus. Yeah, we were busy. Life gets busy. It does. But I'm glad to be back. Hopefully, we can keep it rolling here. Yep. We'll do our best, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> we'll try. Uh, all right, this week we are going to go over Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages, and try to, I guess, explain what it is and how we can go about, I guess, applying it to our lives. Some of us think it's hogwash. Some of us think it's, it's pretty Chinese, profound. <laughs> Chinese horoscope, focus, focus. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it'll, it'll be an interesting topic to talk about, so let's uh, get into it. All right, what are the five love languages? Well, according to Gary Chapman, the five love languages are five different ways that people either express or receive love. And what, what they're trying to do is fill someone's love tank. So basically you have a tank that is either empty, medium, or full, you know, whatever, glass half mm -hmm. empty, glass half full, whatever you want to call it. But if you're receiving that specific love language in your life, then your tank will be full. If you're not receiving it, it will be empty. And how you feel about your marriage can really, according to Gary, depend on how full your love tank is. Yeah. yeah. Josiah, you, you, what do you think about that? I don't know. I don't know if I believe it. <laughs> I just... I think anybody can be, your love tank can be full whether you want it to be or not. It just, I don't know. I, I agree with it some, but then other parts I think, I don't know, life happens and people change over time. So they're, but maybe then your love languages can change over time. Oh, I so totally you're, you're not always, yeah. you're not always what it says. Okay. Gone. Yeah, I agree too. Like, just taking the test, whatever, five, ten years ago yep. to last week has changed immensely for me. Yeah. But I, I do agree. You know, everybody feels loved in different ways. And I think it's probably healthy that you and your partner know what your the other one's love language is so you can try to work together to fulfill, you know, those different languages. All right. But what I'll say is, Okay, like five, ten years ago, when I read the book and took the test, I really thought it was hocus pocus. <laughs> now that I'm older, <laughs> my viewpoint has kind of changed a little bit. Like I don't, I don't like totally disagree with it, but like I don't know. I don't live my life to the love languages, I should say, because I just don't know if I necessarily agree with it all. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, let's just go over some of the love languages. Well, all of them, I should say. And then we'll uh, explain how we think we should apply them or how you would like to receive them. And then we can go over a few different things about how they, you know, what the love languages mean in people's lives. And then at the end, we'll give our results for what we, you know, our, we each took the test separately. So 
I didn't. I don't really know what your results are. I just took mine this morning again because I was just kind of curious. I wanted to do it on the app because I know you guys did on the on the website, and I had done it in the book. And I'm like, I don't know if it's changed. Yeah. Because it's been I don't know how many years since you wrote this book. So like, I did the the one on the phone too just to double check, and I wrote my numbers down. So. So question. Yes. You did it both ways. Did it change, or no. is it the same? It's the same. Okay. Didn't change. I just wondered. Yeah. No. I was just curious. I think the result, I think the um, questions are pretty much identical too. I, I didn't really notice any major differences. So. Yeah. And in some of the questions, it was hard. I felt like, oh, we'll get back into it yeah. later. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the first love language mentioned in the book is words of affirmation. So, for me, this one, I had to really, really read about because my wife's primary love language is words of affirmation. Where I like words of affirmation, I mean, in my life, but I don't feel like that. If I didn't have them, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't feel loved. <clears throat> but, so for me to express in a way that actually makes someone feel loved is hard. I don't know, I, I can say nice, they all tell you, oh, you're so beautiful and blah, blah, blah. But I don't think that's exactly going to do it. You know, and words of affirmation, it, it's much deeper than I would express it. Yeah, so what is actually words of affirmation? Well, words of affirmation is basically encouraging words, kind words, humble words. Like you, They want you to say things that mean something, not just, oh, you're so pretty. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, my wife, if I want to express words of affirmation to her, it's like I come home and i got to be like, wow, the house is so clean. You did such a good job. It, it, and, and it has to be an emotion coming from inside. She can yeah. tell when it's fake. Yeah. 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 So if I'm just like, oh, yeah, this meal's great, and I ate half the plate, she's going to be like, no, yeah. no, yeah. you didn't like that meal. You know what I mean? But if I polish the plate, and I'm like, wow, that was delicious, thank you. It, she can you know, she can look at me and say, okay, he can. He really means that he said that. And those are the kind of words I think that she likes. And also, I, for me, it's like if someone does something. So she, let's say she sells cupcakes okay she sells yeah. she likes to sell cupcakes on the side good cupcakes she, <laughs> yeah if i say wow you're selling a lot of cupcakes your cupcakes sales are really good and you you're doing this awesome thing by selling these cupcakes and you're succeeding in life i think that's going to mean a lot more to her than just saying oh the house is or the laundry's folded yeah. like, good job folding the laundry yeah. like no so yeah it gives them a feeling of worth yeah you know essentially when you're actually like proud of them is that what it is? I mean... Kind of? Kind of. Yeah, I would say yeah, it's kind of cool. that you're proud of them. Because sometimes... Or they're proud of you. Yeah. Like, because I like when my wife tells me I'm proud of how yeah. what you've done, or, like, she's, like, impressed with things I've done. Yeah, and that is... It's not my number one on my list, but, right. like, it is high high in my list of yeah. what I've Well, I'd say most test. people like to be complimented or... They do. Yeah. They do, absolutely. They'll lift it up. And you'll find that, I think, well, you express your love language to other people. So yeah. if someone is always telling you, hey, you did a great job, or wow, you look you look good today, or yeah. I'm so happy that you washed the car every week, that's such a huge thing for me, they're probably expressing it in words of affirmation, and that means you probably should give them yeah. that back, yeah. because they obviously are gonna receive the way they express. Right? Yeah. Unless obviously it's your wife, and she's trying to just, she knows your love language, so she's trying to use it. Which also we gotta think about because if she, if your wife is trying and it goes against her nature to feed your love language, mm -hmm. it's hard for them. Like my 
well, anyway, we'll go into that later. But I have to recognize when my wife is actually trying to yeah. express my love language to me, and and take it a little bit more. Like so, if she did, if she did one thing for me that. I know is not in her nature, but yet it is expressing my love language. I should almost double that because it's that much harder for her. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to do mentally. Yeah. But it's something you should think about that, hey, oh, I did notice my wife knows my love language and she is trying. Right. You know, how can I take that and say, wow, I, okay, that really, at least she's trying. You know what I mean? It's hard for her, but she's trying. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a big key to just a happier marriage. And it's, it all comes down to gratitude and, you know, all kinds of things that come into it. But um, if you, in the book, he says, right on a note card, words are important over and over and over again. And just keep it on your computer or your work van or whatever. If, if your wife's love language is words of affirmation, mm-hmm. then you should remind yourself daily to say words. And he, he specifically says in the book to want, every day write down what you say nice about your wife or to your wife. Just so you can keep a record of it, because you'll think, oh, yeah, I say all kinds of things. Well, you said one nice thing to her in three days. Like, what? Yeah. How are you really yeah. trying to fill her love tank? I mean, I, yeah. that's, and, and I, that's something that's so hard for me, and I, I struggle with it. Like, I try to, and I'm, it's like, it's always so stupid. I'm like, okay, my wife's words of affirmation. I'm like, oh, hey, hon, you look good tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was my no. effort. Like, <laughs> she, you know what I mean? Come on. You know, well, I think, even, especially for women, just even, Connecting by talking would be considered words of affirmation in a sense. And it is quality time, yeah. too. And well, yeah. yeah. And, you know, so they kind of go you hand blend in the hand. Two there, yeah. You know, and I think as you start talking more, you find yourself complimenting each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that is probably quality time for my wife is number one. Yeah. And that's like my lowest <laughs> level. So it's tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're right. Yeah. If, if I start giving her quality time, she might see what my love language is. Mm-hmm. And then you can feed off of that back and forth, and you do build a healthy, yeah. and happy marriage. And then, so if she understands that you know quality time is hers. Yeah. Then, when you are sitting down with her for those 15, 20 minutes, and you, because we'll get into quality time, but it's it's about really like connecting with that person. So you've got to give them undivided attention. Yeah. You can't be reading a book while you're sitting together. Yeah. That's not quality. I mean, it is, but yeah. it's not going to really feel their love tank that you are. You want to be looking in their eyes. Yeah, one on one. They want to know you're paying attention. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it's important to, and that she should at that time say, okay, he is focusing on me. Wow. Okay, he's trying. Because she should know. I'm sure she does. Yeah. That's not your primary love language. You don't really know how to express it hardly. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the one another thing that um, Gary Chapman said in the book about the words of affirmation is, if you don't know how to express words of affirmation, he said, Pay attention. He said, watch, when you're watching movies, when you're watching TV, when people are just around you interacting, <coughs> look at how they listen to the words they're saying. What do they say? Because you can pick up cues on how to express words just from everybody else's dialect. So and, and you so, become an actor. Yeah, you almost become, you be, be yeah. like, <laughs> you're like watching a movie and this guy says, it says something, I don't know what it would be, but you're like, wow, that, I can see how that would actually make someone feel really good. Yeah. And then you can take that, how can I apply that to my relationship? And so it's just little little ways to help you. So, so a couple of tips are for the guys on here that don't, or girls that don't know how to do words of affirmation. Yeah, write down what you say nice about that person and the things, the way you compliment them every day for a week and just see what you're saying to this. And, and, 
and then you'll look at your what you say. You know, okay, I said this, this, and this, and this. Well, how can I say that better? How can I be more affirmative on them that I do appreciate what they're doing? I do, I am thankful for the fact that they come home and and the food's ready or the whatever the kids are, the house is clean or whatever it is. You can say because if you if so, let's say you come home and the house is all totally spotless. Your your wife's giving you acts of service because she's cleaning for you and trying to cook for you. Well, and her her expression of love is words of affirmation. You need to recognize that and say, right. yeah. "Wow, you took care of all of this. Thank you for doing that." Yeah, yeah. And then you're 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 going to gain so much more. It's going to be so much better because she's going to feel loved. You're going to feel loved because yours is acts of service. Everybody. Yeah. you know what I mean goes up with that so yeah but that's words of affirmation the second one in the book is quality time so we just kind of touched on that briefly yeah. quality time yeah sitting on the couch and giving them your undivided attention yeah nothing else going on in the background nothing, nothing else. You, you don't need attention. a TV on you yeah. don't need your phone in your hand you don't but there's a... probably different levels of quality time there could be that just Cuddling next to each other, watching Netflix. Or yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean. But then there yeah. could be the one-on-one, like whether it be a date, yep. go out on a date, and you're, you know, you're connecting and talking. And yeah, so I mean, dates are huge quality time. Yeah, they are. absolutely. If you're willing to set up a babysitter, plan a date, and take your wife out, I mean, that's if you're her love language is quality time. I think you're hitting them right on the head right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're you go on the date. Make sure you're paying attention yeah. to her, not just <laughs> rolling down the road and not. Like, I, I get I you're putting forth the effort, yep. but when you're out on the date, yep. don't yep. be on your phone, pay attention, talk, and, yeah. and be engaging. I mean, because, you know, look around a restaurant, people's couples yeah. out, they're all sitting on their phones, Yeah, nobody's talking. Like, the other night, actually, we went on a date Friday night, last night, Yeah, and I actually noticed my wife didn't even pull her phone out, it was in her purse the whole time. That's I was cool. like, whoa. Yeah. You know, now it, it was like weird to me. Like she never pulled her phone out. That's yeah. kind of weird. I mean, I stuck a Snapchat at her yeah. and said, "No, I'm on a hot date with this hot girl, whatever." Yeah. But yeah, and put it on the group Snapchat. But I'm like, I that was it. And I put my phone away, and it was like, okay, this is kind of nice, mm-hmm. not having our phones out while yeah. we're while we're having dinner. You know? Yeah. Because it just it's, it's so easy to get caught up in that phones. Yeah. We've talked about yeah, we in the past. we touched on this in <laughs> yeah. the past and how it can affect that quality time. Absolutely. So it says undivided attention is important. Focused attention. Yeah. So not just undivided, but focused. Yeah. Like your mind. Yeah, it's undivided attention. You're the only one in the room, but is your mind there? Yeah. You know, are you really paying attention to what they're this saying? This one you can't look at movies and pretend like nope. you're acting. Because <laughs> she might say something and you're gonna have to respond. Yeah. Yeah, you better be so ready to respond. Get, you gotta listen. Um, and it's a listen sympathetically, because the other day. That's the hard part. <laughs> My wife came home and she tough. was talking yeah. about her, you know, she has a part-time job and she was just talking about stuff and talking about, and I just sat there <coughs> in my mind. I'm like, okay, I want to solve this problem. Right. She's frustrated about something. And then I said, you know what? I've read enough books and I've re- listened to enough podcasts of people who relationship advice that I'm not supposed to solve this problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'm supposed to listen and have sympathy for her. Mm-hmm. So I sat there in my underwear for probably almost 25 minutes on the bed while she talked to me about her day. And I just sat there. I'm like, I'm ready to take a shower. I'm dirty. I got mud, you know, drywall mud up and down my arms. And I'm like, I wanted to just go in the shower. Sure. But I, I said, no, this is about listening mm-hmm. sympathetically. And I sat there and I just listened. Yeah. 
But that that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what we're trying to get to. But, but no, I'm just saying that it was important. I think she felt really good because I, and I didn't even say nothing. I just sat there. And at the end, it was like, my, my son came in the room and he was like, asked for something. And she's like, okay, well, dad needs to take a shower. Oh yeah, he wanted me to go start the go-kart for him. So yeah. she's like, dad needs to take a shower. So she walked out of the room and I went and took a shower. <clears throat> but I didn't end the conversation. I didn't stop her from talking. I just let her vent for a good 20 yeah. minutes. And I and it wasn't gonna hurt me none. You know what I mean? I was a little uncomfortable because I was like I said yeah, thirty. You yeah. just want to hop in. I just wanted to get in a hot shower and get it over with. But you know, yeah. a little bit of sacrifice didn't hurt nobody. And I think that we were better off for it. She was yeah. in a good mood because I listened to her and she got to vent. And I didn't try to solve her problem. I said I don't know. Yeah. That's that's tough. I don't know what you do about that because sure I had about fifteen different answers in my head. Yeah. That could have helped her. Yeah. But I don't think she wanted them. No. A lot of times our wives don't want us to fix the problem they just want us to hear the problem yeah. and yeah. as men we want to fix everything yeah but you just can't sometimes you just listen so yeah basically listening uninterrupted let them just go yeah you know, obviously you gotta respond if they ask you something. yeah you and can't. support them yeah. but but it's it just, they just want you to know that their feelings are validated yeah and because and you care because you are willing to sit there and listen so i mean quality time and like you said that's just one a couple of ways we can do yeah. quality time. You can do a million different things. You can take them on an adventure hike, take them out fishing if that's what you guys like yeah. to do together. Whatever it is, you're spending time with your yeah. spouse and that's what they like to what, what we, they like to what do. you guys like to yeah. do together. Do quality time together. You guys play golf with your wives yeah. all summer long. And yeah. And it's it's that's what they enjoy to do. You guys enjoy doing together. Yeah. So important and especially John your wife you said she loved quality time so for her when you take her out golfing and you're you're doing an activity together I think it's huge on her she feels yeah. loved yeah yeah she does feel that connection there yeah. and my wife's primary lovely isn't quality time but it's like tied for third or second mm-hmm. so it isn't as important to, like she'd rather go golfing with the girls almost than not really rather but she has no problem if I don't go golfing with her if I yeah. take the girls but I think your wife primarily would like to be with you more than anybody yeah I mean, she's kind of changing, but at the beginning when yep. she started golfing, it was, yep. I want you to be there because yeah. I want it to feel like a date. Yeah. You can help me figure, like, how to play. Yeah. And, you know, but now I think she knows how to golf. Yeah. She, and then she just wants girl time. And, yeah, yeah. And that's great, great too. Yeah. Because you know? that's quality time with her friends. You yeah. know what I mean? Regardless. It's, yeah. So she's so, still getting quality time. Maybe not from you, but at least you're giving her that quality yeah. time. Yeah. So these love languages don't just relate to, you know, a marriage no. partners it can reflect with your friends yep. or your parents or whoever exactly like yeah we'll get to mine later but anyway um <clears throat> yeah so that's pretty much quality time i think it's pretty self-explanatory yeah. if you don't know how to do it well just don't do anything but sit with your spouse and see what happens i mean that's they obviously want you to go on dates and stuff like that they, yeah. they're gonna want that but they might not be what they need you might just have to just sit there with a cup of coffee and just talk to each other just oh nothing yeah. until or something comes listen. up or just yeah, listen <laughs> sit around a campfire you know what i mean like yeah. that's whatever it takes to make them feel like you care about what they think and feel right and i think that's the majority of what quality time is um third on the list is receiving gifts now this one's tough for me because this one does nothing for me. My wife doesn't really care. I don't really care. Yeah. Like, it's so hard. I don't. I mean, I wrote down a couple of things. Um, because a, a gift can be purchased, found, or made. 
So you can yeah, either buy yeah. something, find something, make something for your spouse or whoever you're trying to fill, love tank you're trying to fill. Yeah. Um, it can be small, can be big, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, it's the act of you putting forth effort to give something to someone. Yeah. Is what that is. So whatever it takes. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if you walk down the road and pick a little flower off the side of the road and you hand it to your wife. If she likes gifts, yeah. that's important to her. Yeah. You know, my sister loves gifts. It doesn't matter what it is. It's the smallest little trinket from the dollar store. If you give her something, she just it just makes her feel loved. She yeah. just is over the moon because you're giving her a gift. Yeah. And that that's I mean, to me it seems like an actually an easy one to express, but then I think about it not really because I don't think about it. Like I don't buy my wife flowers hardly ever because she don't really it gifts isn't her thing. Yeah. So yeah, once in a while I will, but I think some ladies if you got every week had new bouquet of flowers would just I mean tickle pink yeah. yeah you keep her so happy he just thinks about me and buys me flowers and that would be you know it ain't that hard if, if I, but for me i guess it is i, I look at it I'm like well how hard is it well, I'm like, well i yeah. guess i don't express it i don't need it so it is not part of my life yeah the problem is is if my kid one of them now has gifts as a little language i'm gonna have to learn that yeah and that's something to pay attention to in your life is, is your kids what are their love languages i know my son isaiah it's quality time and physical touch. There's yeah, no question yeah. about it. I mean, that kid will come and just put it on right around me. Like, I know that's him saying I love you, Dad. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and he wants me to do that to him. So I, I'm always picking him up and throwing him around because mm-hmm. that's where he wants <clears throat> Wayne's quality time. Yeah. He All he wants you to do is sit there and, and watch him play on his tablet. Yeah. You don't have to be touching him, but he will snuggle up to you. Yeah. So there's some, some physical touch there, but he just wants you to spend time with him. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. And... So it's important because it's like I can get busy and it's like, Dad, come, can you come do this? And I'm like, Oh, I'm doing that. And a lot of times I'm like, Well, I will do it. Just you gotta wait till I finish what I'm doing. But I mean, sometimes I probably just need to drop what I'm doing and say, You know what? I'll I'll go do what you want to do for another half hour or whatever, yeah. and fill that love language. I don't know Annabelle's quite yet because she's still young, but she's she's got an attitude. She likes and, her quality time yeah. with Theo. She does love her quality time with your son Theo. Has yeah. no doubt about that. Every day, can we go to Theo's house? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so receiving gifts that can be small and they, and they need to be thoughtful that's another thing right you can't yeah. just be like oh I swung by <laughs> Dunkin's and got you a donut yeah yeah. It, and this is my mom is very good at this okay she'll send Ella like so I sent my mom a video of Ella driving a golf cart <clears throat> so my mom makes Ella a driver's license you know, oh, it looks word. pretty legit and it says yeah. you know uh, golf cart driver's license for Michael Drive only <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean so that's my mom she's very creative that's awesome and yeah. thoughtful of things like that and she sends you know she goes to the beach with Ella picks shells when we were in Florida and she made a wind chime out of all the shells you know oh, what I mean so she yeah, makes so cool she makes a lot of cool creative things and then you know she sends it up to Ella and, and to us and and you know it's it's that much better to get a gift that is that thoughtful yeah you know yeah. what I mean because they really care and some people aren't that creative you know what I mean like so you they don't always have to be a super thoughtful gift, but it, it does make you think like, wow, they really, you know, thought about it. And there's a lot of meaning to this gift. Yeah. It's huge. I, I'm so bad at thoughtful gifts. Me too. I'm, it's horrible. I can't, I have no creative mind <laughs> I, at all. My so. mother-in-law is pretty good at it. She, she will, she'll get you something that doesn't matter what it costs. She will make it whatever it takes. I yeah. just, I just don't, it, to me, I just have such a hard time with it. Like we do like stocking suffers and I'm like, What's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just buy crap because I don't know what 
Right. I, I'm not thoughtful enough, I guess. I really probably should be more thoughtful and think about what this gift would mean to this person and right. spend some time with it. But for me, it's mostly like, I don't know, grab a tab, thing, two, um, chapstick and throw it in there. I don't know, yeah. what a candy. I mean, what, yeah. it's hard for me to I didn't do stockings when I was a kid. And my her family did stockings. That was huge. Because Pat's leveling, which probably is, gifts of gifts and um, acts of service. Those yeah. are her love languages. Yeah. So I'm sure she, her for her, it was like very, very thoughtful gifts. And, yeah. and they were trying to, you know, make sure everybody had what they would specifically want. Yeah. Yeah. In their stockings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hard for me. I have a hard time with gifts. But, but that's wicked cool that your mom does that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I have a little bit of that creative side for my yeah, mom, you do. too. You're creative. Very talented. Yeah. So. So now as far as that, so that's probably her love language. Have you thought about that? That Gift maybe, giving? Yeah. I think she loves hugs, too. Physical. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think she's pretty even across the board. Yeah. She loves quality time. She loves when everybody visits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she, you know, it might be a little bit higher up the gift giving for her. She does send my kids a lot of stuff, you know? yeah, and it's always handmade. It's like, it's very cool. Mm. But for me, I, I'm kind of, I'm a little bit even across. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But you know, gift giving is like you said. It's, I could be more creative. But I don't choose to. Like sometimes, I, I can be more creative in what my in more thought into the gift. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, it's yeah, it's just like. You're at the checkout, going through Walmart, like, oh, my wife likes chapstick. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? My kids love these, whatever chocolate bars. It, it can be tough to actually find thoughtful gifts. All right. Um, the fourth on the list, fourth love language is acts of service. This one is interesting to me because when I. Well, living at home. Well, acts of service. What is acts of service? Acts of service is serving your spouse or a significant other or a person that you want to love. Um, it's just doing things for them. Specifically, like, yeah, an act of a service. <laughs> Help, helping. Yeah. Helping. It's, 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 it's yeah, yeah. what it is. The word is what it is. It's, yeah. it's doing something that will help them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and then, um, the important part about acts of service is make sure you're doing them out of love. Because if you're not, if you're doing it out of obligation, that's not going to fill the love tank. You have to do it out of love. So, you know, one of the examples in the book, they, the lady said, oh, you know, she just did it. Bend over backwards, basically a doormat for this guy. But everything she did, she just did out of obligation. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't feeling love at all from it because she was just like grudgeful, you know, not, not happy to do it. Just, yeah. Yeah, well, he walks all over me. Well, yeah, because you don't, you're not doing it out of love. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's got to be, I'm doing this because I want to do it to help you because I love you. You know, not, I have to do this because this is my job. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or because we expect something yeah. out of it. Yeah. Like we talked before. Yeah. Yeah. You're, oh, yeah I'm helping I'm your spouse without expectations yeah. just because. I'm going to do the dishes so that my wife will be feeling, be in the mood later. I mean, yeah. That's, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Better <laughs> <laughs> try that. Yeah. So, so basically, yeah, try to, try to serve your spouse at that. So if you're trying, if you're trying to do acts of service, if your wife's love language or your husband's love language is acts of service, then serve them. In love, you know what I mean. When Jesus 
was expressing love to his disciples, he washed their feet. He served. He got on his knees and washed their feet. And it was out of love. It was not a, I am obligated to do this. It was, right. I love you. I'm going to serve yeah. you. I'm going to do something for you. Here's a gift from me that's an act. And that's what, that's what acts of service is. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're going to go and your wife's love language is acts of service, and you go do the dishes, well, then the whole time try to think of, I'm doing this because I love. I want to do it for, as a, a gift of love. It, it's it's not easy because a lot of like mowing the lawn and stuff like that. Okay, it, that's an act of service. But it's also I, I feel like my job. <laughs> yeah. But so I can be. Oh, I gotta do mow the lawn again. Or if my wife likes a clean lawn, it should be. I'm doing this for my wife. I'm making this yard presentable for my wife because yeah. she wants a clean lawn. She wants it to look good. She doesn't want it to look overgrown. Yeah. And so if you can do it with a that attitude, I think that it's just received a lot better. It, they can tell. You know what I mean? When yeah, you're, when you're do tell. doing something for somebody and you're not doing it because you love them, yeah. you can tell they're just oh, stomping around. And Because there's a lot of times my wife's like, Did you, you going to do that? And I'm just like, oh. so then I yeah. stomp over there and I get it done. I got nothing out of that. She didn't get nothing out of that. I got nothing out of that. The thing got done, yeah. but nobody's happier. Right. It was just a waste of time, really. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like, see, my wife, she likes to do things because she, she doesn't want to nag. So she's like, I will do something like I don't know. Let's say mow the lawn. It had been a while and it was getting overgrown. She's like, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you did that. But I'm like, okay, I realized, wow, she really cared, but she didn't say nothing about it. So I have to keep an eye on that, like. Yeah. It's just important to her, you know? And so, like, if, if something goes goes out, like, with a light, uh, my can's in my living room, and it's flickering, and I've been dealing with this problem forever. I think it's your dimmer. I took the dimmer out. Oh, you did. And I put, I just took the dimmer out of the whole equation. I put a regular three-way in there, and one of the lights still flickers. Really? So, I think it's just bad cans. Is yeah. it the light bulbs or the cans? It's the, well, the cans are LED. They're just like those, you know yeah. what I mean? So, I think it's, it's built into the thing. Anyway. Oh, well, yeah. So I've been dealing with this forever, and I, I should just get it done, but I just drag my feet on this because I don't want to deal with it. But So now today I'm going to go out and just replace all the cans because I'm sick and tired of it. But yeah. Yeah. she will say something to me, and she's not going to say it again. Like, I have to remember that. And then, like, sometimes it's like six months later, she's like, I was waiting for you to do this. That must be nice. Oh. <laughs> so you're here every five minutes. <laughs> well, because, like, the, the camper, like, I blew, the, I blew this one. The camper, we had a... A little bit. Of, one of our um, drawers had a mouse nest in it. Cause it, we leave the camper up on the hill, and the, yeah. you know, they just get in. But and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna take care of the camper, cause I'm like, I'm gonna put it back up, put it away for the winter." She's like, "Oh, I'll get to it, and I'll do it." I'm like, "Okay." And I kind of mentioned it three or four times that you know I want to put the camper away. Well, she's like, "Well, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I just need to take care of that mouse nest in the drawer." Well, I never got to it. Yesterday, I called home. I'm like talking to her, and she's like, "What are you doing?" She, she's like, "Oh, cleaning the mouse nest out of the drawer." I'm like, "Ah." Oh crap so i dropped the ball there it was like oh yeah so but and like <clears throat> or acts of service isn't really her number one but it's up there on the list for her yeah mm-hmm. so i have to be mindful of the fact that when she asks me to do something just get it done because she's not she's not going to sit there and because she's knows that she doesn't want to just nag me about it all the time yeah yeah but the problem is it takes me forever to get things done and i'm like I don't know. I think if you if your wife's love language is acts of service, 
when she asks you to do something, your best bet is just get it done. Yeah, yeah. it does help to do it right away. If you can just do it, it's over with. And you know it sucks for like an hour, but then it's over. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going to feel like, wow, I asked, and he did it right away. Like, there's no, like, having to beg him over and over and over to get this thing done. Yeah. And so I think that's probably important as far as... Or you try to do it before she asks you to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then you when do she that. does ask you, you say, oh, it's already been done. And yeah. yeah. she's like, oh, wow. Wow, look at that. Wow. She's super impressed with you. That, that's, yeah. that's one way to do it. If you know it's coming. Yeah. But, yeah, like, even taking out the trash, I feel like kind of was, like, my job. And I'm just like, I get home from work, I'm just so lazy. So now I just pay the boys to do it. I'm like, just, hey, boys, go yeah. <laughs> do yeah. it. But it's good for them to have a job. So yeah, a little loophole there. Nice. Yeah. But see, that's like, so that would be acts of service. So if you're looking for a way to, if your wife's love language or spouse's love language is acts of service, well, then find things that they want you to do for them. Like, you know, I, like the, one of the examples is just sewing buttons back on shirts. You know what I mean? If you're a wife and you're, you're trying to, how can I do acts of service for my husband? He likes acts of service. Well, when he comes home, have, if he wants dinner on the table, have dinner on the table. You know, if he wants the house at least picked up when he gets home, Try to just do that 10-minute pickup before he gets home. Mm-hmm. If that's if that's what he wants, if he wants acts of service, that, you know, make sure his work clothes are ready to go. Keep keep ahead of the laundry. Like, those kind of things, which I know when you're young and you have a lot of kids, three or four kids and you're young, it's hard at keeping up with the household. None of us are thinking you wives are lazy. Trust me. It's just, it's a lot of work. But if, it, if your husband's love language is acts of service, that, that needs to be a priority for you. Mm-hmm. And he will feel loved because you're taking care of that stuff. So, um, you got any, anything else on acts of service that you guys? No. No, I think you kind of think you covered it. Okay. All right, the last one, and in my opinion, most important, <laughs> uh, love language is physical touch. And that doesn't just mean sex, guys. Don't be yeah. nasty. <laughs> Don't be nasty. Yeah. <laughs> um, we tend to think that yeah a lot of guys do my way I think most guys do it's you a lot of guys physical touch is their love language yeah intimacy is their love language and so they think oh well if my wife's gonna express love she's gonna have sex with me but that's not always the way it is and I, I've come to realize this over the years because I was like I always thought okay well my, my love language is well I have my love language with guys, and I don't have sex with guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> I hope not. Uh, there's got to be a way of expressing it that's not sex, right? I mean, yeah. doesn't yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So, and then I think about it, and I'm like, well, you see me. I come up behind you, oh, give yeah, you a hug. Right, yeah. I touch right, your I shoulder. shoulder. I rub you, you know, I'll p- touch your leg. I'll rub, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever it is. Pat your back. Like, that's, that's expressing love in a way that's physical. You know what I mean? So, like, if you're driving down the road... And your wife reaches over and touches your arm. She's expressing physical love language right there. Yeah. Physical touch. You know what I mean? If she's scratching your head or if you're sitting on the couch and she just puts her arm on your leg. You know what I mean? Yeah, all of us, all of us automatically get excited. But no, yeah. she's, just, <laughs> she's just letting you know, hey, I'm here I'm, and I'm touching you because I want you to know I love you. I, I have a, I, I, I'm trying to express love to you yeah. through physical touch. Because... Any kind of touch for a person that has a love language of physical touch is huge. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what it is, really. But the problem <laughs> is, is, is so negative physical touch. So like a slap hurts a lot more emotionally than. So like if your kids are uh, have physical touch as a love language and you spank them, 
Yeah. That's much more detrimental to them. Huh. They're gonna feel way worse because you're expressing anger towards them in a physical way. Yeah. Where they want to receive physical touch as a lot of language. Yeah. yeah. So it's super important to to know your kids because if I mean I obviously I don't beat my kids, but it's like yeah. if they're being bad, you give them a hair pull, well if their love language is physical touch, that's really, really hurtful to them. Yeah. So they might just need to be told, you know, cut it out or whatever. Time put in time out because then. So it's what just... you're saying is, if if my kids' love language is words of affirmation, I can't tell them they did a bad job because it's I, like. I mean, you wouldn't bad. want. I mean, you can say. I gotta really stop doing that. I, <laughs> it's tough because like it's <laughs> like if they if words of affirmation is important to your t- child and you just negatively put them down. I mean, you're just crushing. Them. I was kidding. I don't ever tell my kids they're bad at stuff. But yeah, no, it, you'd crush them. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, this looks like shit. And like, then it's probably the same if you want, you know, alone. If your wife wants quality time, and you just never hang out with her, it's yeah. probably that much worse for her. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's just striving for that attention. Yeah, like, and you're just off busy doing other things all the time, working. Any, even though I know we're working, trying to make a living, but. You're working day and then working night, and your wife's quality time is is her love language. Yeah, she's getting nothing. Yeah, and then you wonder why people feel so unloved. And you say, "Well, I tell you I love you all the time, and yeah. I buy you things." Well, she's like, "Yeah, but you don't spend any time with me." So it's like you really got it's, it pays to pay attention. So now, um, a lack of physical touch can make a person feel really unattractive and unwanted and unloved if their love language is physical touch. So basically, if they're not touching you, they won't even touch you, like, or be intimate with you hardly at all, you're not going to feel attractive. Yeah. You're going to feel like, well, what am I? I'm worthless. Because your love tank is going to be so empty. Mm-hmm. And so if your spouse love language, which most guys are, is physical touch, just touch them. You don't have to have sex with them all the time. Yeah. Just touch them. Rub their ear. I don't rub their back. Give them a leg foot rub when you're sitting on the couch watching TV. Whatever it is, just touch them physically daily. And their love tank will fill up. It's it's just a matter of time. It will eventually fill up if you just keep touching them over and over and over again. And I think for some people it's hard. Especially with kids, because now they've got little kids climbing on them all the time. They don't want yeah, They've to touch had enough physical they don't, touch. They don't want you to touch them, and they don't want to touch you. Yeah. yeah. They want to just be by themselves in a bubble bath. That is true. So, but like, it's, it's, well, we'll get into that. It, that's coming down to the fact that we have to sacrifice to fill people's love tanks. Mm-hmm. So, those are the five love languages. All right, we got words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical. Let's go to the experience of falling in love. So, like I said, I'm doing this podcast on based on this book, The Five Love Languages. So we're gonna gonna basically this is, this is what how the book starts is he talks about falling in love. The in love feeling is a chemical emotional response to liking someone a lot you yeah. and then it becomes kind of an infatuation an obsession early on 
when you fall in love with somebody, you kind of become obsessed with them. Yeah. They can't do anything wrong because you're you yeah. can't see anything they do wrong. It's like the whole rose-colored glasses thing. Um, they, according to the book, the, the statistics show that that lasts about two years. The in love feeling lasts about two years. After that, it goes away. It kind of falls off. It doesn't fall off at the same time for both people. Some people sooner, some people later. So one person or both are going to say, oh, wake up and be like, do I even love this person? Well, that happens to most people. At that point, you have to make a decision. Are you going to love this person or not? Because you were in love with them. <laughs> you had this infatuation. They couldn't yeah. do anything wrong. That's gone. Now you see their faults. And they do annoying things. And they want you to be around all the time. And you want to be doing things. You want to be hunting. You want to be golfing. You want to be playing poker with your friends. Okay? And it's annoying to you because they are so needy. Okay? At that point, okay, now you've got this infatuation over with, are you going to love your spouse? And if you're going to love your spouse, it's going to take sacrifice. This is the hard part of this whole thing. Okay? Figuring out their love language, yeah, it's easy. You take a test. Now, apply it. Yeah. Okay? So... It's funny because it says, if, if for the layman or for the average person, you fall out of love after two years, now what? You either get to live in misery for the next the rest of your life married to this person or find somebody else to fall in love with. Yeah, Those are your two, what, what other options do you have if you're not choosing to love the person? Yeah. Yeah. And that, why do you think the marriage rate, is, uh, the divorce rate is so high in our country? Because most people don't think about the fact that they can just love someone out of sacrifice rather than just falling in love with someone. It was easy yeah. to fall in love. Yeah. Right. So what, well, I don't love you anymore. Well, this new girl is really, really nice, and she's nice to me. I can't find any faults in her. Well, I'm just going to move on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a huge, vicious cycle because the divorce rate goes up with every single remarriage. Yeah. yeah. It goes from whatever it is, 40% to 60%. To seventy five percent. Wow. With each remarriage. Yeah. It's like it's so hard. And and the thing is is it's it's not like I can't some people just aren't they just can't get along. It, but the problem is is if you look at it as I think this next person is gonna be so much better, that's where you're in a in a in a real problem. When you realize yeah. that, no, every person is going to be bad, eventually, every person is going to, after two years, have to learn to love me, yeah. and you're willing to work on that relationship, well, then now you can say, okay, now we can make a marriage last. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I've been told that, I won't disclose any names, but they said... You know, they got divorced, remarried, and they said they have the same problems they had in their first marriage. Yeah. They said it's going to be the same thing over and over. So you're better off making it work. Like you're saying, you got to start sacrificing. Yep. Yeah, so the butterflies are gone. If you want those back, you'll actually learn that they do come back a little bit mm -hmm. when you start dating again. And when you, you know, quality time, gift giving, physical touch, all that. You know, I, I kind of thought these love languages are baloney a little bit, but they do make sense, you know, for helping like especially hurt marriages or whatever you really just have to sacrifice and like you're saying you have to figure out what your partner's love language is 
and you might find that when you start feeding each other you know this fuel for their love tank it'll probably fix all your problems you know what i mean and then you're like why were we even fighting what this was a stupid problem you know what i mean yeah absolutely so i think this is a is a great thing for even young marriages like you said two years okay you've been married three years now and you noticed why did i like her so much more you know a year ago it's just it does it kind of goes away a little bit I'm not saying you don't love them but you're not in love where mm. all the sparks are flying and everything mm -hmm. Yeah, I, was, I read an article the other day, I can't remember what it was, but the lady was like, they were at a tough point in their marriage, and she's like, did I ever even really love this person? What what did I see in them? And then she started writing down all their first dates, and her how she felt about it, which to me is amazing. How can you possibly remember? Yeah. I have no idea, but she wrote down all the feelings she had and the things they did and she said wow i really did love this person i was really into this person at some point because you you can wonder like, did i ever even love you like i don't know we're, we're in such a bad place right now i don't even know how i ever even liked you yeah well it, it's just you're definitely speaking different love languages and if you're trying to express love in one way and it doesn't they don't even care then you feel unloved because yeah. like, what do you care i try so hard and you don't even care well that's not it they do care. They just, they are not receiving your love language. Um, so, it was kind of interesting in the book. He says that years past, it was, like I said, we're going to live a life of misery because we're not getting divorced. So, we're just going to be miserable for the rest of our lives. And then now this generation is, nah, jump ship. Go find the next one. Yeah. Reset. There's another way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which one's better? I don't think it's any better to you're still getting divorced again three times, four yeah. times, seven times some people. Because you're with the person for six months and you're like, I can't stand you. Why'd you get married? Like yeah. what what were you thinking? Like if we can get past that and, and just be intelligent when we are with somebody now. Like that it's like having some emotional intelligence, having knowing your own self really it comes down to I, okay, if you know how you like to love and, and how you want to be loved and you can express that to your spouse, if they're an intelligent person and they really do like you or want your marriage to work, then they can mm -hmm. give you that and, they'll and they can choose to. And like I said, it's sacrifice. It's called sacrificing for your spouse. You want your marriage to work. Yeah. You want your marriage to work. Just sacrifice. It, it's going to be an effort. It's going to take discipline. You're going to have to focus on it. It's gonna be a lot of work, but yeah. you, you can make any marriage. Well, work. I, this life is so short, anyways. Why be miserable? I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. It, we only have eighty years. I mean, maybe some people more, but some people less. Some people you less. never know. It could be tomorrow. I know. Um, it says, "I think that I'm married to you, and I choose to look into your interests." So, if you want to love somebody, another way of saying that is you want to look into their interests which is a kind of weird way to, uh, of saying it for me i was like that's kind of strange but then i think more think about it like well what is your spouse into like if you are actually caring about what they're into because a lot of times it's like well, real housewives of atlanta give me a break but if that's what they're into maybe then i need to take a little time and say hey okay what do you why are you into this and, and learn about it i mean sometimes it's 
like my wife used to watch The Bachelor or whatever, and I was like, this is so stupid. But I watched a couple episodes. It was kind of funny. Oh, don't tell me you like it. I don't. I'm not saying I like it. Okay. I'm just saying when we were first, when we were married, we lived in Georgia. That's what she. We don't watch TV now hardly at all. But yeah. when we were down there, we did, and I'm like, well, this is what she wants to do. Yeah. I can suck it up for a half an hour a night, watch this show or an hour, whatever it is. It's too long, if you ask me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not my cup of tea. But you know, she was willing to do that for me. You know what I mean? If I yeah. want to do something, she's willing to. She didn't like golf. But I wanted to golf, so it was like, okay, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna take the time and we're gonna go out and golf. And she actually learned to love golf, so I mean, that's what it took. Yeah, my wife too. Yeah. She had never really cared about golf. Anytime I wanted to go golfing, she would be like, ugh, you know, I wish you'd stay home or whatever. Yeah. Well, I brought her golf, got her golf clubs. Now she loves it. So instead of me going out with the guys, she wants to be going. Yeah. And it's really helped our marriage just. Not only being together golfing, like even if she went by herself, when she comes home, it's something a shared interest that we can talk about, you know. And it's it's super cool because she went from not really caring about golf to actually like talking about it, like how do I fix this in my game or what kind of club should I use here, yeah, yeah. you know. So it, it gives you something more to connect about when you're having that quality time too. Yeah. Because not all guys want to sit around and talk about mushy things with their wives. You know, if you're talking about golf now, yeah, let's get talking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Talk about golf all day, you know what I mean? Exactly. So it, it's kind of cool to be able to connect on that level where the guy also has an interest in the topic. Yeah. So having, it, it helps. Let's finding just a common interest that you guys can both experience yeah. together. And yeah, it's going to bond you. There's no doubt about it. I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now let's um, go over our results, I guess. Josiah, you want to go first? So my primary love language is physical touch at 33%. This is out of 100%. Out of 100%. And then I have uh, words of affirmation, 30%. So my top three are pretty close. Okay. And then quality time is 27%. Then gifts and acts of service. Gifts is 7% and acts of service is 3%. So those things mean nothing to me. Okay. They do nothing for me. So, okay. How about now? You're, so physical touch is number one for you. Yeah. How would you like your wife to express physical touch to you on a daily basis? Um, probably just come up and... Touch my arm, whatever, like whatever, standing yeah. around, just come up and touch me. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Come on, come on, come <laughs> on, now touch me, babe. Yeah. Just touch you. So, okay, and it's, you said number two was words of affirmation or quality, quality time. time? Quality time. Yeah. Words of affirmation. And that's just spending time together, doing anything. I, I don't care if we're just sitting there on yeah. the couch watching a show or okay. just hanging out. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be talking. Probably not talking because I'm not a talker. You just want to be just spend with with each, with each other. I want her to want to spend time with me. Okay. And be with me, not doing other things. Yeah. It's just focusing on you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, <coughs> but for you, or no, actually, it's words of affirmation. So I was oh. gonna correct. Yes. Oh. Yes. Words of affirmation. That is my number two, okay. and that's. I need this for. And that's, I like when she says she's proud of me, or yeah. I'm a hard worker, okay. or like. Talks so, me up and builds me up and is proud of things I've done to 
yeah. to me, not even necessarily to me, to other people, and right. I can see that she's proud of me. Yeah, yeah. That's how I mean, that's it works huge. I mean, even on, in the book, <laughs> it talks about words of affirmation of when you're around family, compliment yeah. your spouse or to compliment your spouse to them. Yeah. And tell them about how awesome your husband is yeah. or how your spouse, wife. Yeah. Like that's, that's something I need to do more that, of. That's what I like is when she, when I hear her bragging to other people about me, not even to me. I yeah. don't care about yeah. me. But when I hear her telling other people how awesome yeah. I am, because I'm pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but so then, then, then the, the contrast to that is when she's saying bad things about you, to your to her friends. Oh, it's devastating. Devastating, right? Devastating. I mean, so you're gonna look at understand it. If I speak, and I feel on my spouse, yeah. even if I am being a dame. Yeah, just if you're telling other people about yeah. it, that to that person, make it back to them. That to that person, it's way more hurtful because words of affirmation is their love language. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that you gotta, if as a spouse of somebody with words of affirmation, that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, definitely. So those are your first two. Okay. Now, John, what were your results? Um, <clears throat> interesting enough, it was almost even across the board. Okay. So, you know, out of 100%, the first physical touch was 23%. Um, words of affirmation, 20. Quality time. Or no, what's the... Yeah, quality time. Quality time was 20. Gift giving was 20. And the last one... Access service. Access service was 17. Okay. Yeah. So you're pretty much just dead even across the board. Yeah. So I definitely like to be touched yeah. <laughs> the yeah. most. Yeah. You know, like any, not sexually, but, you know, yeah. a head scratch would be nice yeah. or a hug or, yeah. like you said, put put your hand on my leg when we're watching a show yeah. or whatever. You know, so I I think it's it's pretty equal across the board. Like, taking the test, it's like, would you rather have your wife yeah. bring you a gift or tell you you're awesome? I'm like, well, both of those would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I there was don't a, really quite care. a few yeah. times where I was taking the test. Was, yeah, the results, and I could have chose either one. It would have been fine. Yeah, so I'm, kind of, I'm a pretty easy person, you know what I mean? Just keep me happy. And okay, so can you, will you give me one example from each of them of how you would like to receive the love language? So we'll start with words of affirmation. Yeah, well, just like Josiah said, it feels good to be told that you did a good job or you're good at something. So if your wife came home and was like, Hey John. Well, what? So I love to mow the lawn, okay. right? And I'm, you know, I'm the guy who has to have the perfectly straight stripes. Yeah. You know, you get the dark and the yeah. light and the dark. So I love mowing the lawn. It takes me two hours. Weed whack, do everything, and then when we sit on the porch and she looks, you know, she said many times the lawn looks really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did that. And she's still <laughs> you love me when she says that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so it makes me feel pretty good about yeah. myself. Okay. Awesome. And uh, what's an example of quality time for you? Well, recently it's been golfing, you know, okay. hanging out, and that's really the only quality time we have because the kids. Oh yeah, it's like it's tough busy. with kids, and you know, especially when they don't go to bed early, you don't have that hour together at night. Um, so yeah, golfing has been the primary quality time we've been together, okay. or just even you know, in the van, like even with the kids, if we're driving somewhere, we're just sitting in the front seat. The kids are watching a movie, so we get to talk. Yeah. You know, so that's that's equally as as good. Okay, so now receiving gifts. Is there some way your wife could give you something, or what would make you feel really loved if your wife gave you like? Because obviously, if you want a new golf club, you go buy it. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I guess she could buy you a golf club, give you a boat. I don't know if that would mean a lot to you, but yeah. I mean, any gift is great. 
you know, obviously, if she, if she came home and she said, I bought you 100 rounds of ammo or something, yeah. you know, that's a little more thoughtful because yeah. that's not something she cares about. Right. But she does oftentimes say, hey, I got you some shirts from Old Navy or a pair okay. of pants or yeah. I saw that your shoes were worn out, so I got you these shoes. Okay. So that makes, you know, she's paying attention to what I need. Okay. You know. A great she's, example. She's getting it for me. Very great example. Okay. And then I don't even have to say, hey, hon, I need this. Right. She just knows. That's awesome. Um. Acts of service. If you came home, what kind of acts of service, or just in general, what um, what would mean a lot to you? She's a great cook, so I just love when when she cooks. Yeah. So just just cooking. Just like and... Sunday morning, you know, she'll just be, hey, you want a breakfast sandwich? I'll cook up some bacon, and I'm like, yeah. Oh. Awesome. And then you know, I'll just be sitting on the couch with the kids, and she'll bring it over to me. And, That's cool. You know, it it, it makes me feel loved because. She yes, did it without complaining. No, too. just because like, she wanted oh, to. Now I'm going to make yeah. bacon. And, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when somebody does the act of service, like you said, genuinely, yeah. it's that much better. Yeah. Awesome. Um, physical touch. Is that pretty much what Josiah said? Just touching your arm, touching your yeah. leg while you're watching a show kind of? Yeah, obviously. Is that what you want? I mean, obviously, I mean, obviously, sex, uh, but I mean, obviously. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, when you get home from work, I mean, yeah. what, what could she do express, like, say if you walk in the door from work, can she express herself physically to you then? Is there something that you would really... Yeah, I, I mean, I think we both could work on that. Like, we don't, I don't come home from work and be like, hey, hon, you know, yeah. how was your day? Give her a kiss. Like, yeah. you know, you see in TV yeah. shows, I'm sure a lot of people do this. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, maybe. I don't but, know. like, we're not yeah. super touchy-feely in that way, but I feel like we could probably... But you would, so you would feel loved if she, like, she gave you a big hug yeah. and said, oh, welcome home, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I guess I'll go over my uh, results. I, very similar to Josiah, I think. I got, um, number one was physical touch at 30%. Yeah. Um, number two was quality time at 27%. Number three was words of affirmation at 23%. So those ones are really relatively close. But... That's only four off and then only three off. So they're all within Pretty close. <clears throat> and then it just falls off at access service 17% and then receiving gifts at 3%. Now, access service is an interesting one for me because when we were first married, access service meant nothing to me because my mom did access service. That's, what, that's, I, that's her love language. Mm -hmm. So she would wash my, like I, I would wear my clothes for the day. I'd come home and they'd be washed, folded, and put away. Like, I didn't even have to, there was never, ever dirty clothes in my room. My bed was made, room was cleaned, and this is when I was 17, 18 years old living at home. She was still doing this for me. I mean, she'd make me breakfast before work. Like, I mean, yeah. just, she was all about acts of service. That was her love language. So when I got married, I didn't even know I needed it. And so but after being married for a couple of years, and my wife working, and I'm working, all of a sudden, these little little things like the laundry being always done and the food, like that stuff, wasn't done right away. So like, and the house being picked up all the time, like it wasn't done because she wasn't home all day, mm -hmm. you know. So it was like we were both gone. Nobody does anything when you're both gone. It just sits there. So it's like for me, it was all of a sudden these became more important. Like I noticed more that I want her to have dinner ready. I want her to have the house clean and my laundry done and that kind of stuff meant more to me. And now as we, um, you know, 12 years in, whatever, it's like, I don't, it dropped on me for me again, because I'm more willing to do those acts of service with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't mind doing the dishes and 
I'll help out with laundry if I notice it. I mean, if I notice it, you know, if, if the other day we she we, she was just like she hadn't done laundry for a week or and a half or something, and it was like there's so much laundry with five people in a house. It's insane, and I feel bad because she does so much, and I'm like I want to help, but the problem is I I'm so bad at folding clothes. She really has to refold them every time, so it's not there's no point in me even trying. Yeah. But I would I'll switch the load of laundry. Like so, I'll go in there, take the washer, put it to the dryer, da da da, and I feel like. If I do that sometimes, though, she feels like I'm trying to, like, tell her she's not doing a good job. And that's not at all what I'm trying to yeah. do. I'm literally doing it out of love. Like, I just want to do it. So, it's kind of, you got to be careful, like. <laughs> that you're not overstepping your boundaries. I'm not overstepping your boundaries. Yeah. Hey, that's my area. I'll take yeah. care of it. And so, I think that, and also, I think that for her, maybe, it was, it'd be important just to not be, like, what is it, insecure about it. Yeah. I'm doing this for you. I'm not doing this because you're not doing a good job. I'm doing this because I love you, and I'm doing this because I want to help you in an act of service. But the, I don't think acts of service are that important to her, because otherwise that would be like, oh, awesome, he did this, right. versus why you take my job away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like as far as, like, she likes to have the lawn mowed, that kind of stuff, So and like the garbage taken out and stuff like that. So, But I don't think that, that at all fills her love tank if I do those things. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, ha- having a... a relatively good working understanding of what your how your wife receives things is important too mm-hmm. otherwise that's the five love language by gary chapman i mean i just like we touched just talked a little bit yeah. josiah about you feel like it can be beneficial to marriages but yet just don't be lazy yeah pay attention <laughs> come on yeah. we're in such a high high fast-paced world we're all being lazy half the time. And I get it. I, I don't disagree with it. This is the basics. But there could be more love languages. I don't know. No, I'm no scholar. But just don't be lazy. Pay attention to your spouse. Yeah. See what the, You can see what they need if you just simply pay attention. I get it. If your marriage is rocky, you're fighting, well, maybe look into this. Get, get down to the basics. Like, let's scale it back. Let's get to the basics and reset. But... My main thing is just don't be lazy. Pay attention. Communicate. Pay atten- communicate. See what see what's happening in your surroundings. You can tell whether you're doing a good job or bad job by your wife. What your spouse reacts to you. That's my my whole scent on that. Yeah, I mean it, it's a valid point. <laughs> yeah, just I just so yeah we're we're kind of in agreement. You know, this is basically, if you don't know where to go, if you yeah. can't read your spouse, Let's maybe, start, maybe yeah. read this book. Yeah, start here. Maybe it's, start it's here. It's not going to hurt anything. No. This will not hurt anything. Yeah. But. But in general, yeah. But in general, talk, pay attention, open communication. All right. Yeah. I think that's good. That's good. All yeah. right. Now, so next week, we were going to talk about kind of like mental health. Uh, how we deal with stress, anxiety, and, then, yeah. and like things like to do in our day to day. Yeah. Day to day stressors of the world. Yeah. And what's caused stress in our life yeah. and how we dealt with it. Yeah. Okay. All right. You cool, guys man. have a good week and let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I love it.